Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asiatown Voice. My name is Yin. I'm here with Johnny Wu and Jason Wen. Hi, sorry, I could turn my mic off. <laughs> Jason, are you alive? I'm here. How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. That was like an awkward silence there. Yes, yes it is. And, um, well, I guess I'll fill in that awkward silence <laughs> by telling you that the intro music you heard was composed by Arya Kumar. He's been on our show before. You met Arya, yeah. right? Yeah, he's a good guy. And uh, before we start the show, Jason is, uh, he asked me, what is Asiatown Voice? Well, to answer your question, Asiatown Voice is an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., and this hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific Americans community, their culture, education, and their events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asiatown Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that listeners will enjoy our program and give their support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And in short, it is the radio show you are currently on. Yay. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> <laughs> so, so sitting next to me here is Alex Alacron. Yes. He's just uh, observing and learning something about podcasts. You're going to say hi, Alex? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Repeat radio show. And Alex is also the, uh, the, the genius person behind the ding bowl. So uh, enough about Alex and Johnny and myself <laughs> and the Dean Bull. Let's uh, let's talk to Jason here. Jason, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a, I'm originally from Cleveland, which is nice for oh, all the native surprise. people. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so hello, fellow Clevelanders. Um, I grew up, was born and raised out on West 65th Street. So you don't hear many people growing up in inner city Cleveland no, anymore. Oh no, really? You yeah. wow, that's. I remember that area. Yeah. Well, it's Gordon Square now, so yeah. if you ever get down in that neck of the woods, it's, it's pretty Stop fun. Stop by. And, well, are, you, are you still living there? We can go knock on your door. Yes, you can. You <laughs> really? can. You can. I'm still in the neck of the woods there, So, um, but I just, love it there. Just don't give us your address, so otherwise yeah. everybody can show up. Yeah, we will. Oh, and we'll expect yeah. you to cook for us. Hey, I'm not in the <laughs> same spot as I once was. I, I'll oh. put it that way. <laughs> but I do like that neck of the woods. And uh, what do you like about it? Um, well, I mean, if, if you ever go to, there's a nice little coffee shop, Gypsy Coffee. Mm -hmm. um, there is the XYZ Tavern, which is a good place to go eat. I think I've heard of that yeah, place. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Stone Mad is unbelievable. Um, definitely like going in there and playing hibachi ball. They've got like a little indoor hibachi ball set. What's hibachi what's ball? It's where you throw a ball and you try to get the, your team's balls down by the main ball. And you get points by it, getting close to it. Is it like polo? Kind of. I, I don't. I don't even know what polo is. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I think polo involves horses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's like that little stick game, you know? Or you. So yeah, I guess it would be polo. Anybody who wants to play bocce ball, uh, email us at uh, <laughs> asiatownvoice at gmail .com and we will schedule a bocce ball uh, event with Jason here. Yes, so yeah. <laughs> we can definitely do that. So. Well, um, Jason, uh, you're from a Vietnamese family. What was it like growing up? Well, you know, my dad. My dad is a. Uh, he's very active. Well, he was very active in the Vietnamese community. I guess he still kind of is. He just he's retired uh, from the city of Cleveland. Uh, he was at the Cleveland uh, Community Relations Board, um, which is okay. a big big deal. Um, got to work hand in hand with a lot of mayors growing up. Gotcha. Um, and then he also is the president of the Vietnamese community. Um, Wait, so who's your dad? Lee Win. What? Yes. So <laughs> Yin is just now getting clued in, Johnny. Wait a minute. <laughs> 
She's never clued I, in. I, I like that, like, deer in headlights look that she had. <laughs> Ultimately. Like, wait, you, I'm sorry, but you don't look anything like him. Yeah, well, my mom is white. You, you did tell me that a while ago, but I still didn't put two and two together. And Alex uh, and uh, Johnny turned their microphone off, but they're laughing over there in the corner. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I kind of see the resemblance a little bit now. So, yeah. I, I've, I don't the know. cheekbones give it away, don't yeah. they? <laughs> I don't know. And his eyes are a little bit different yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and the mustache. Maybe uh, the if you black grew, hair. Yeah, if you grew a mustache, I think maybe. Yeah, I, got, I might have to stay away from that. I, just, I think that only works for certain people. Yeah. I'm still keeping the baby face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. But wow, I never knew that. I don't know how many times I've shaken. Johnny's shaking his head at me. I don't know. Wow. I will uh, tell him I say hi. Yes, I will. <laughs> I will. I will. So uh, if, if you you know about him, then, yeah. you know, like that's Holy pretty crap. much the lifestyle I had growing up was going to the different events that he threw and the Vietnamese New Year's, the the countless festivals. Yeah. yeah I was... Actually, recently somebody told me that in the Vietnamese zodiac, instead of having a rabbit, they have a cat. Is that true? No, I, no? I, I don't believe so. I think it's the pig versus the boar. I, I don't remember. Well, see, cat. those are kind of very similar. I was told that in yeah. one in the Vietnamese they have uh, the cat on their zodiac, as opposed to I'm pretty sure it was the rabbit. They said. I don't know. I've always celebrated the rabbit. Interesting. Well, Couldn't I guess that's uh, yeah. unless my dad's cheating a little bit. <laughs> you know. should ask him. Yes. I'll have to check my source as well. Yes. But um, but yeah, you said you grew up with a lot of Vietnamese New Year events. Um, but what was your family like? Uh, was it more American or was it more Vietnamese? You know, it was it was very open. That's mm-hmm. what I liked about it about the best my mom was christian my dad was buddhist so Mm -hmm. and they kind of taught you both about both religions and you Mm -hmm. get to make a choice and stuff so the the open-mindedness of lifestyles was is it's two completely different religions but they both have the same concepts right so it's one of those things where you just kind of you take a little bit from everything and you kind of form your own path and which is what something they allowed me to do growing up so did you end up choosing uh, Dharma practice or Mass? Um, well, not Mass. I, my mom was Protestant. She was Lutheran. Oh. So, yeah. Sorry. So we walked away from the Catholics a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no offense to any of the Catholics out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for me, I, I'm, I'm Christian. I, I do believe in Jesus Christ. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I still... I. I found I find errors with a lot of different things, and this is a whole new conversation that can probably last your whole show. But um, we try to stray away from too much yeah, in that religion. Yeah. But tell me what you were gonna say. Well, I mean, I I just kind of see it as is the fact that they're growing up with the both religions and seeing the good out of both, and and seeing the what they do for people. Mm-hmm. Um, really. It's an eye-opening event. I, I mean, it's really hard to describe. I mean, from my grandparents coming over from Vietnam and just seeing them. Like, my grandma, she was the sweetest person in the world. She would pray to Buddha. And as soon as she got here, mm-hmm. you know, my mom had a lot of the, the Christian pictures up, you know, of Jesus Christ and the crosses and stuff. And she started praying to them, too. Really? So it was interesting. very interesting how open-minded everything was and just being able to grasp all that. Hmm. Well... I had a question, but it completely slipped my mind. Uh, <laughs> it was referring; it, w- it had something to do with religion. Um, 
Well, while I'm trying to remember that, let's talk about food since we love talking about food. Do you know how to make pho? I do. Really? I do. Not as great as my dad does. Really? Yes. But what? How do you get the soup to taste so great? Timing. It's all about timing. What do you mean? Like the best broth is the one that you cook for like eight hours. Oh no! Yes. Really? Yes. Alex is over there going, yeah, yeah definitely. Like you, it's it's <laughs> a long, long, long process. I like to cheat a little bit. Yeah. So I'll try to like nail it down in like the two or three hours, but it's <laughs> well, still a long process. Don't they sell like bouillon cubes or something? Yeah, like they that do. Now, they so. do. But the best, I I tell you, the best pho I have ever have is with oxtail. Really? Yes. Hmm. Like the broth from oxtail is just unbelievable. Now, is this an actual cow's tail or is it that herb that they call oxtail? No, it's the it's the ox, like a real wow. ox tail. Yeah, that they cut up. You can wow. get it at the West Side Market, believe it or not. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So when was the last time you made pho? And for you know, the listeners who don't know pho is like a Vietnamese noodle soup. So. Yes, it's it's delicious. Go get some. Yes. Um last time I made it was probably over the winter. I made it for my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and she enjoyed it. She can I ask if she's American? She is American. Okay. Well, <laughs> so how did she take to it? She loved it. She loves Asian food. So awesome. Yeah, it was it was a good time. Well, I still don't remember my original question about religion. That's probably a good thing because we try not to talk too much about that. <laughs> so yeah. So, yes. I did find out uh, via Google uh, they did change. Um, they replaced the rabbit with a cat and the ox with a buffalo. Interesting. So my source was correct. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know when they replaced it? They they don't know when, but it was traced back to the founding legends of the zodiac the calendar. So. So did they say why the cat? Nope. Hmm. Well, and I, I will ask him and get back to you. Well, you know what I recently you, that well you said he he raised you to celebrate the year of the rabbit, so yeah. maybe I don't know. Mm. But um. He tries to go Americanized sometimes. So oh really? Well, yes. technically this is more or Chinese. Chinese, yeah. I don't know, but. Um, what I was saying was I recently found out that the people born the year the rat and the rabbit don't get along, and that never made sense to me because they're both rodents. But if the <laughs> rabbit was indeed a cat, that would make a lot more sense. So <laughs> That would be true. Yeah. yeah, and I got a couple raised eyebrows over there from those two guys. They're like, uh... <laughs> and Johnny's voice is still kind of recovering, so yeah. he's kind of <laughs> keeping quiet today. Um, so where did you go to study? Uh, what do you mean? I study all the time. Wait a minute. What do you study? Video games, right? No, I no? don't. I'm actually not a video gamer. Believe it or not, I've probably got I've got the PS3 and the Wii and everything, but I don't play very much anymore. Um, don't have enough time for that. So, um, but I grew up. Oh, well, if you're asking where I went to school, uh, I went to Cleveland Public all through eighth grade. All the way up from beginning to end. And then I went to Lutheran West High School in Rocky River. Okay. Um, with the home of the Longhorns. So shout out to my Longhorn friends. <laughs> um, and then... That gets a ding. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I went to the University of Toledo, mm-hmm. um, where I went to... Um, I went actually went in to go for radio, what you're doing right oh, now. Oh, really? <laughs> but then uh, a nice football player told me, I bet you by the end of the semester you switch over to TV, and I've been in it ever since. So So did uh, this football player go pro eventually? Is this No, yeah, I don't think he did. I, no. I lost touch with him after my <laughs> freshman year, but... Um, but he made that bet with me, and and literally my <laughs> spring semester on, I've been in TV for probably. A good Would decade. you? What did you lose to him in that bet? 
didn't lose anything. It was really? just like one of those. He's like, you're going to do it. You're gotcha. going to do it. You know, and <laughs> I, I don't know if he just saw something in me or what, but that's exactly what I did. Well, uh, why did you decide to come back to Cleveland? Uh, my mother got sick, oh, actually, is sorry. one of the main reasons, because I was a nice, sunny old Florida. And, oh, oh, you yeah, were. I was. Wait, backtrack. Why'd you end up in Florida? Well, 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 might as well just backtrack to Toledo there. Okay. So, um, <laughs> well, I went to the University of Toledo, and then I... I uh, started out doing a uh, bi-weekly show called the Buckeye Cable Sports Network, um, Sports Wrap. Mm -hmm. And basically, it was a bi-weekly show um, that I got to produce and kind of be a part of the background and, and see how cameras work and TV nice. and all that other stuff. Um, and then from there, I uh, went to a master control job, and mm -hmm. uh, that was short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I uh, got hired on with the ABC station out there as a, nice. as a photographer, editor. So I worked out there part-time, and then um, I got a nice little phone call from Fort Myers, Florida, from the mm -hmm. CBS station down there. And nice. they said, we'll move you down if yeah. you want to come down. So I, you know, when you're young and dumb, you just kind of... <laughs> Sunshine will take over snow any day hey, of the week. I love sunshine. So, I don't blame you. What yeah. part of Florida? Fort Myers. Oh, that's right. You Fort Myers, that. Florida. Okay. So it's right in between Tampa and Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so it was like an hour and a half each direction. Which wow. way do you want to go? Um, and I lived down there for four and a half years. Interesting. Um, just, I, it was amazing. It was fun. It was probably one of the funnest jobs I ever had. <laughs> Didn't pay very much, but it was a lot of fun because you got to do things from, I got to ride in a plane with a wow. pilot wow. plane with a, uh, a old Vietnam war vet and no uh, he, he redid his own plane and he, he really, going a couple of G's in an airplane's really hard. What kind of plane was it? I forget, but, um. It, he modeled it after the one he flew in Vietnam. Really? And then um, and then after that... <laughs> well, Alex yeah, is showing I us know, his Call like, of Duty Black Sop shirt. I, I think yeah. he knows all about the plane based on that video I game. Said, maybe I should ask him. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> all Alex. I know is it was blue and it had a lot of Tweety Birds on it. So, um, <laughs> That's right, Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got to do that. I got to see the president. got to see both President Bush and uh, President Obama when they came in. Wow. Air Force One. Got to hang out nice. of an helicopter while people were coming in from Cuba. It was... It, it was a lot of fun. Are they still hiring? Yeah, I'm sure you can. If you want, Russ Kilgore is his name. That's oh, really? the guy you want to talk to. Um, and then I moved back up here because my mom got sick. So, mm -hmm. and I, you know, family is important. Right. It's very, very important. So, and it's good to be around family during troubling times. Okay. So I, I moved back here and, and was lucky enough that WKYC wanted to hire me. Cool. Yeah, and so. that's where you work. This is where that's, Jason works is WKYC. Yeah. Channel 3, people. So yes. make sure you watch. I, uh, <laughs> I remember that interesting conversation we had during lunch when I was asking you about what another station thought. And you're like, why would I care what they think? And Johnny <laughs> looks at me and he's like, he works for WKYC. <laughs> yeah, I turned pretty red. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> like, it happens. No, I mean, Cle Cleveland's a great market, though. I mean, the reporters, the photographers, they all get along. Everybody knows everybody here. It's, mm -hmm. Cleveland doesn't change very much when it no. comes to talent. I mean, I know we're seeing a lot of rollover right now yeah. and a lot of changes and people jumping from station to station. But overall, I mean, everybody gets along. I mean, you still know a lot of people. You still do the same things, cover the same stories. So it's still... 
it's a good network of people, I should say. Yeah, and I hear that a lot from my friends' friends who come visit. They're like, oh, Cleveland, it feels like home. You get that city vibe, but you still have that homely feel. The suburbs are just, you know, right around the corner, and there's a lot to do, you know, mm-hmm. in small, large groups. But, um, well, when you're a hop, skip, and a jump from everywhere. I exactly. Mean, I mean, we do have a good highway system on the west yes. side. The east side's a little troublesome. You know but... what scares me on the east side? That bridge. <laughs> well, they're the currently... Valley View Bridge or... Fixing it right now. What? Johnny's looking at me like. What bridge are you talking about? What bridge? The Valley View Bridge. He's shaking his head. That's on the south side, I thought. Yeah, that's the, that's the south side. Not oh, well, west. whatever. It, I, when I had. <laughs> no. You're talking about northeast. I'm talking about straight east. To head to like. Like like Solon and we're, you know Beachwood and all that. You have to go 480 east. Oh, the 480 highway. Y- yeah. yeah. What do you okay. think I was talking about? You talk. I thought you were talking about Independence, the, uh, the Valley View. Yeah, Valley yeah, View Bridge. Yeah, that bridge. On well, 77? Yeah, it's kind of south, but you know. Southeast. We'll just go with southeast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, but the nice thing is I noticed they're doing work on it. So I, yes. I, it looks newer. I, when I drove over today, I felt safer. So yeah. I'm very happy. I'm happy mm. my tax dollars are at work. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm lucky enough I get to skip all that. I like taking the shore way into work. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, really I mean, nice. When you get to be by water, it's just mm-hmm. this calming, soothing. That's true deal that you just can't get away from i i, I blame florida for that by putting it right in the ocean <laughs> so yeah when i was little i used to think lake erie was the ocean but um but anyway going back to our topics <laughs> of listings that johnny has us to interview you with and uh, <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just making fun of you because you're making me do all the talking Anyway, Johnny did I'm, all the work. I'm trying to get Alex to talk to, but he's just stood there and being quiet. Oh, what if Alex I did that? Alex is trying to learn from you. Jason some <laughs> life story. That's why I'm like mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Well, you got to share your life story last time, Alex. But um, but yeah, it, it, we came in here and Jason's like, "Wow, you printed out my uh, resume." Yeah. Like, yeah, good old. LinkedIn. It went straight to my resume <laughs> on this one, folks. Well, is there anything that you like to point out on your resume? Like, not really. I mean, I look at my resume and I see a lot of fun, um, and it's it's very detailed. <laughs> but it, it it it's it's more for me. Jobs are jobs are jobs you know it's right. if you're having fun doing your job it doesn't matter how much you make or what you do if, if you can sit there and accomplish something and, and know that you've been able to touch somebody that matters more to me than actually being able to take home hundreds of thousand dollars like most people do so you, you said you don't have a lot of free time you mentioned that earlier is is your job what you do for fun or do you do something else for fun well my job is just what i do it's a <laughs> lot of fun but uh you know i i get myself caught up into a lot of different things like this radio show so um <laughs> it just it's one of those things where you know you're always on the move and you're always doing something whether it's community based or or whatnot mm-hmm. um i mean I've, i'm involved in a lot of different groups that yeah. i try well i try to get involved with a lot of different groups um a lot of them just i'm on a lot of emails too because i bounce I around from group i've to noticed group. that yeah i think i'm a part of your committee <laughs> and and by the way if you could just move that meeting time back yeah, a little bit i meant bit. to talk to you about that maybe we should have a meeting right now so. <laughs> um jason's also on the performance committee for the cleveland asian festival he helps organize all the mcs a lot of them um as you mentioned are people that you know that work at different stations as well um johnny are we allowed to mention the names of some of the previous year mcs yeah oh well okay. they, they, they they were there before so you can mention the names oh i yeah. didn't i don't know what 
I mean, there's a lot of them. I mean, like Stephanie Quinu was one. Yeah. Um, Melissa Reed's and was another one. And uh, um, Net Lawless was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a big Channel Three Fox Eight showing there. And, uh, um, Lena Lai. Yes, that's who I was yeah, trying to. Remember Lena Lai showed up for a little while. Yeah. Are they all coming back this year? Do you know? I, you know, I'm. Way to put me on the spot. Sorry. I'm, I'm, no, I'm sure a couple of them will come back, so <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about that one. Okay. So it's, you know. it's a timing thing, but you do know that May is our ratings period, so yes. it is. It is hard for us TV. It folks. helps your ratings if if your uh, newscasters are there in person at a we public have, event. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. So, hint to all the news directors out there. Yes, those that are listening <laughs> tonight. But um, but what do you think of the the Asian community? Like, what's going on? Or, or do you see more events now? Than you know, it's 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 truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Is one way to put it. it. Is you know, growing up and being involved in it, it was it was different for me because. Mm-hmm. You saw the different organizations and they were working independently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Vietnamese group just did the Vietnamese stuff. The Chinese stu- group did the Chinese stuff. The Koreans did their own thing. Right. And now that I'm back, y- you've seen them all intertwined. They've all worked together now. It's it's something – I was talking to my dad about this. I was like, it's, it's truly amazing to see that because that – gets the name out better it gets mm-hmm. it out there like what what johnny's doing you know in, in promoting the area um is yes, i know we're don't all cry <laughs> don't cry for me johnny uh, but what he's doing with promoting the area and whatnot is is another aspect you know people getting to come in and see what asia town has to offer mm-hmm. or midtown i should say and you know the the revitalization from chinatown the old chinatown yeah. my dad loves it he's like yeah. i used to come here when i first came to cleveland and i, I did you know, too i was like this tall i was like you know two feet tall but yeah. still yeah yeah he was like this was the only street for asians here right. you know and and now to see how far it's grown and and the different restaurants i mean i can't tell you you know i find myself hanging out here a lot more yeah a lot more just like the last you know five years or so so mm-hmm. well i mean it's it's different i mean you when you have your different groups that are intermixing now and you can see like mm-hmm. you know a vietnamese restaurant next to a chinese restaurant right. next to an indian restaurant right. you're, you're, it, it's just like which one do you want to go to today yeah. And the thing is that sense of direct competition, at least for me, I don't notice is there between the restaurants anymore. They're just happy that you, there's another fellow Asian restaurant and that's attracting more people to this area of town. And let's not forget the shops. Oh, yeah. The sh- you know, mm-hmm. people getting to go out shopping and oh, whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's it's a lot different because, I mean, I remember growing up, you just had Boolong and and, mm-hmm. and uh, Lee Wah. Those were the only two places. Yeah. And now it's like what? And yeah. Sam's ca- Cafe came in yes. to, to play it there for a little good, bit, so. but now, yeah, but now there's like Fa Ninety Nine, which is another good place. It's one of my favorite places. Bolafa, so. <laughs> Bolafa out in Beechwood Wait. was really good too. I've so. never been there, Bolafa. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great. Yeah, my wow. actually my cousin owns that restaurant. Oh, so is that I, is that why? <laughs> but it is good. It's good for the East Siders because okay. they you know they have something else to go to or um, Cafe Tenedor. I think I, Tandor. I'm, Tandor. Johnny's right? just trying to correct you, but his mic's Cafe on. Tandor. Tandor. Yes. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we had our uh, little dinner uh, get together for the radio casters, and we had about sixteen people attend, and you were not one of them, sir. I wasn't. I don't think I got that invite. <gasps> did I? 
Uh, you did. Did I? You probably didn't pay attention to it. I was just, you know, I had, you know, I have a lot of emails, Johnny. Four hundred and nineteen just from Facebook. the last two Is days. Oh, I remember yes. last year when we were just hanging out at the Asian Festival. He's like, "Yeah, I don't use Facebook. I just update my Twitter and go straight to Facebook." So you have to personally. Well, no. Me. Now I've learned by studies that you should separate <laughs> your Twitter and your Facebook because yes. they're two different, completely different followings, and I've, mm-hmm. that's one of the things I've been studying. Yes. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is. is <laughs> the trends and in, in, in this Instagram thing, it's just confusing me right now because well, well, what's so con- maybe we can educate you. Well, the Insta- yeah, we can help educate you. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram used to be a part of Twitter, so mm-hmm. you could just tweet mm-hmm. your pictures and, and do all that. But now they're separated. Wait, actually, I think Instagram used to be a part of Facebook. No. No, it's Twitter. Twitter. Really? Oh, yeah. oops. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not a very good teacher. <laughs> yeah. See, and, and now there's like all these other things like Google Plus and. You know, oh, yeah. I haven't even gotten in. to tap into that one. Aaron, Aaron uses Google Plus. He's trying to convince me it's better than Facebook. And Alex is shaking his head. Johnny's shaking his head. And it, each one is a very different. So you have a very different kind of audiences, even though they are the same people. But Google Plus doesn't have an audience right now. I, none, none of my I, they friends. Do. I, I think they do. I think it's younger. Like that's really? the problem. I think this is where we're getting dated. Does here. that mean I'm old? Yes, because you know when we were going <laughs> oh, through college man. and whatnot, Facebook was the big thing to do. But I think. Wow. With all the constant changes Facebook does, they're losing their audience. I'll have to yeah. agree with uh, Jason and that one. There's a lot of young uh, Google Plus users. Really? Yeah. Friends f- that are like uh, oh, 22 and old. below. Yeah, like, that's where all the college kids shoot. come out and they're like, Instagram, do you see this picture and this yeah. picture? I can tell you how many interns that I have and that are just Instagram this and that and this. Yeah. And, and then there's uh, the called a Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, the Tumblr, oh, yeah, yeah, Tumblr's yeah. out there. Younger generations. I remember LiveJournal and Zanga. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Juno. <laughs> Wait, what was Juno? Juno is a website <laughs> web, web thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's also right now the Pinterest, which is yeah. for mostly mm-hmm, for women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they like to do that. I like Pinterest, Pinterest is, I, actually, I, I'm not going to lie, I do spend a couple of minutes you, on you my pin, day yeah, yeah out there every day, so. i've written why well, don't pin anything i just kind of look at what other people pin because it's a good place to get stories and believe it or not good point. yeah so um hmm. so you guys used to subscribe to me then because i pins about the cleveland asian festival all the time do you really you go. Oh, yeah i do i do oh. all of them so i had to promote cleveland asian festival to all of this do you use your actual name on pinterest mdi film Oh, that's probably <laughs> that's probably why you haven't been suggested as my friend yet. So. Or maybe maybe you can Google yourself with my name, but I think it's MDI Films so what comes out. Okay. Right on. I'm just Yinners. Yeah. See, I'm more of a, like, I look at other people's social media stuff. I do that, too. Just because it's, for me, it's like, I love it because I can hunt you down if I need mm-hmm. you for a story. Mm-hmm. I can find yeah. stories Ooh. from there. Careful yeah. what you post now I on your profiles. You, Jason's you out there. He's snooping. You can't get away with anything <laughs> on the internet now. Your whole life is on the internet. That, so that Jason's true. watching you. Yeah. yeah, Jason's big brother. <laughs> yeah, some big brother today. So, But, I mean, you can find everything you want to find out about me, hence why you got my that, resume that, that is true and uh you <laughs> do post both very way. interesting things yeah. on, on behalf of wkyc well i do try to post things that i think of that are of interest because you know as you know you've watched the news and, and we have to tell it but there is a lot of death and destruction out there oh, that we yeah, post yeah. and and so uh, what i try to do is give you those stories that you can think about that mm-hmm. you like to read mm-hmm. um because 
eventually you're going to hear about whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you have something that you can actually sit down and talk to at the dinner table, which not a lot of people do anymore, you know, with the family and whatnot, then you have, you know, (laughs) if you can go ahead and like, I saw Jason Wynn post this today (laughs) and and you can have that little conversation at the dinner table with your family. That's what I'm more happy about. So, but, but, you know, on the other side, you did say that you do read what other people post. Mm-hmm. What is the most interesting post that you've actually used for a news story? That I've used for a news story? Probably my own. And I tell you oh, the honest on. truth. Like, I mean, I posted one today. Alex was was a main contributor to really? it. Um, yes, I, immediately I contributed to uh, his yeah. post. Well, I posted a question, which, you know, they, they um, today uh, they a judge declared that the morning after pill you're uh-huh. gonna have to start selling it by the end of the month. So when this airs, you're you know it's gonna be in full effect and whatnot. But uh, I posted, what's more important, the morning after pill or North Korea? Would you like to hear my response? Yes. What was it? I posted the morning after North Korea launches its nukes and missiles and ICBMs. Oh, ha 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 <laughs> ha ha ha. But it uh, is true. I mean, it's it's one of those things where a lot of people are against the morning after pill. Yeah. Yeah. What What is wait it. Let's go back. What, why does it? What's the issue here? I'm, I have not heard of this yet. The morning after pill, the, a judge declared, mm-hmm. a federal judge declared that the, you're that they should um, put the morning after pill on the market. Sorry, John's waving his hands over. What? I have to talk closer to the mic. Okay, oh, thank you. I think he can only turn you up <laughs> so much. All right. um, I think it's the angle. There we go. Okay, go ahead. But yeah, but basically the judge said, hey, by the end of the month, we're going to have to start selling the morning after pill to anybody that can. So anybody could buy it. I thought it was already available. To it's anybody. available through a, a prescription from the doctor. Really? And oh, I'm not a woman, that. so I could be well, wrong about this. I but I'm a um, woman. I didn't know that. So. But that's pretty much what I understood about it. Was it was available? You know, like parents have to get involved if you're under 18 and okay. yada yada yada. Well, a lot of parents and feel that it's against. It's taking their right away from being a parent. Hmm. You know because their kid can go out and get a morning after pill and they have no say so on their sex life or whatever which i mean i feel like if it gets that far you shouldn't have a say so anyway right if they're if they're old enough to make that mistake yeah they should be old enough to fix it and like let's knock on wood here but a lot of a lot of kids nowadays i mean i feel that they're more educated about that stuff than the adults are i i have to agree with you and i'm sorry to any parents out there who don't seem to agree um, I don't think any of us here have kids, yeah. but I've been around kids my entire life as an instructor and raising my little brother and sister. So I'm not necessarily a parent, but I do have that perspective on, you know, the youth's life, especially since I'm in that in-between period of like an adult and being one of them. I kind of find out more and I find out the reasons that they don't want to share some things with their parents. And I think a lot of them in the end do make the better decision. I mean, maybe not in the situation because yeah. I've never been with this situation, but there are a lot of things I have to admit the kids are more clued in than the adults. I, I'm sorry. Well, I, I really, I really think so too. I mean, just from doing stories on it, you mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. doing, I can't tell you how many countless stories that I've done on it and, and just seeing where the kids are at and how they made that mistake or something. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know what? They're being educated by the things that they see online because it's not they're not being educated in school about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Or at least a lot of them aren't being educated in school about it anymore. So for me, it's just like if the parents are going to complain about it afterwards, after right, the fact, right. you know what? You should have been doing something before they got to that part. You should have been involved in their, their significant other well, and got to know them a little bit more and all that stuff. Also in the parents' defense... 
sometimes they're just smarter than you. They yeah. will outsmart you. Oh, kids, kids are. I mean, how many times did you outsmart your mom and dad? Uh, if they're listening, none. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I can tell you my parents got very frustrated with me from time to time. But I was like, you know what? You educated me. Mm-hmm. You showed me this path. And, and you gave me the right to argue for things that I truly right. believe in. But you know what? I think kids nowadays, they realize they're they realize the consequences of a lot of things a lot quicker. It's just mm-hmm. a society mm-hmm. that we are growing up in. And let's face it, when we have kids, yeah, it's going to be another completely different set of arguments. I know. And so. it's, it's the constant dance of, of growing and changing. And yeah. I know that some, some parents are incapable of adapting and hopefully, you know, we're more with it. Yeah. And but then, anyways, <laughs> let's, let's get back to the topic here. 18 years, you're going to people laughing at us like, ha, yeah. ah, mom yeah. and dad. I mean, a lot of people it. still think I'm a kid, which I really, truly enjoy because that means I still look young <laughs> and I'm having a lot of fun. Until you grow yeah. that mustache, right? Exactly. Until like so I look like my dad. Um, but like, that was my main question is because we're so, sit- we're sitting here worried about this morning after pill for these kids that are 15 mm-hmm. or 16. And let's face it, I mean, it's kind of scary sounding. (laughs) But I mean, like when you were 15 or 16, how many people in your your class were were out having sex? I don't know. I I can I can name off about 20 of them from my class. Yes. And it was just like one of those things. Maybe they were just kind of talking about it or from friends or whatnot. But the kids were very active when they're in their teens. They they are very active in their teens. I mean, when you're out dating somebody and you have that conversation and right. then you're like, wow. I mean, me, I waited until I was in college. But, <laughs> um, and that was with a serious person. But when we're sitting there complaining about the morning after pill and we have a country with a new mm-hmm. leader that's got nuclear weapons right. that's you know basically saying hey i'm going to fire these things and i'm going to fire this missile in a couple of days and then next thing you see the nuclear mile blows up and it says oh well there was a uh, there was an earthquake in north korea and then you just find out hey well that was actually a nuke i mean there's a, there's there's a big bigger question there did it actually happen yes yeah, actually, Betsy Kling called it. She called it. She was really? watching. She was watching something, and she was like, "Wow, there was an earthquake in North Korea." North Korea, and she googled where it was, and it's actually on the nuclear mile. And she wow. was like, "I bet they just did a nuke." And the next morning, it was out there that they set off a nuke. I need to uh, watch the news more. Yeah. Sorry. If uh, I watch the news more, I probably know you, who your dad was. You need to watch the news and get out more. I, 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 do. I think that's more than just. Watching well, the news. I'm kind of a workaholic, yeah. and so are you, Johnny. But your job and Jason's job deals a lot with media, so mine doesn't. Well, I just kind of take, I take interest in certain things, you know, like mm-hmm. certain big things. Like that to me is a big thing going it on is, because, if, like, let's let's just face it. I mean, if if they do something, and with what's going on in the Middle East, they start to get under fire. We're we're talking about. A possible world war here that yeah. we're not really paying attention to. Yeah, and it's just you know, let's face it, man. Nuclear weapons are just scary. I, just you know, really, I absolutely really scary. agree. And then there's a whole gun control thing. Yeah, now, well, the gun control thing's a whole different <laughs> well, thing. Before we dive possibly into that, uh, the, the the air's a little bit tense, so let's play some relaxing music by Arya Kumar. <laughs> take a little break, come back, and then we will talk some more.
and I gotta add my bell. Hold on. <laughs> Perfect addition to Aria's music. <laughs> now, um, to to head the conversation in a different direction, we try to keep a little bit more of a mellow tempo here. We're gonna make the call that the gun control issue is a little too touchy to be discussed. So <laughs> instead, we're going to. That's go, a good thing yeah, with my job. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I've already just went off on North Korea. <laughs> well, we don't want to get Jason in trouble here. So <laughs> even though, hey, we didn't really. No, I'm all much. for gun people having their own guns. I mean, it's I'm all for it. Like I think Do we, we have a bunker. Have here, like in yeah. a basement yeah. John, Johnny's got one somewhere. Got, yeah, you know, I'm sure, sure it's digitally designed, but, um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, sorry, we were going to head the conversation towards the bamboo ceiling, and um, I know you and Alex were asking a question about uh, motivations and uh, something about communications. Well, for all of you that don't know, I guess we should explain what the bamboo ceiling is. Oh, I apologize. Yes, yes. please. <laughs> Alex, would you like to take that one? Um, I'll go ahead, Jason. I like hearing your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, then, I don't know how to take that. But, um, well, the bamboo ceiling is where Asians can only get so far in their career. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's just a limit to where they can go. And and a lot of people believe that they're being held back. Um, So it's a hard barrier to break through. Um, and one of the one of the meetings I, w- I was at with Motivations, another group that I'm a part of somehow. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, basically, what they said was is that you know, or we were talking about it. And Alex, feel free to chime in whenever you feel like. Um, was is that we need to be able to break that. We mm-hmm. need to, you know, the, the Asian community here is growing. I mean, right. I think what Johnny, we're up to what forty thousand Asian Americans here in Cleveland. In the Metro Cleveland area, it's about forty. Forty, and then what about Akron? I had an Akron there. Um, that I don't know, but however, they said that's the latest r- statistic. In um, the Metro Cleveland, is about forty thousand. So we got about forty thousand Asian Americans, and and like, how many of them are actually in high-powered exec positions? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the process of trying to get them, get them above and and beyond that, you know, and and seeing how they can advance. And they just got double zeros over there from Alex and Johnny. That's right, so. double zeros. And, and the reason we're asking Alex is he's a member of Motivations. And 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 Alex was going to bring in, or he's part of Motivations, and, and they were going to bring in a speaker to talk about how to, to get past that part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although Motivations also try to avoid um, topics that uh, ignite or uh, controversial, well, we try to... Um, bringing people who can talk about relevant topics, especially uh, similar to uh, Bamboo Ceiling. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be covered in future uh, communications um, sessions. For those of you who don't know, Communications is a program by Motivations that um, encourages or trains people to com- how to communicate properly. And for each session, um, we have different topics that would uh, help somebody. And this communications event is all throughout the year. Okay, yeah. and that's that's communication. That's uh, C O M M U C, and then Asians like A S I A N S. You should be able to find more information on their website, motivation. Yeah, motivations dot com. M O T I V. And for people that don't know, it's M O T I V A S I A N S S. Motivations. Is it plural? I think it's yeah. M O T I V. Motivations dot org. A S I A N S dot org. Okay. Um, Which is a great young professional group, too, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of young people like to get involved. They do Mm -hmm. tours all over the place. They've done it in Lincoln Electric, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to get them to go out and see new things. And it's part of that. I believe it's part of, you know, creating that 
intelligence, you know. And actually, we had the co-presidents, uh, Rachel Ng and Jennifer Liu, on our, one of our previous sessions, and you can find them online. Mm-hmm. And and what's going on over there? He's shaking his leg, so my whole picture <laughs> here over there is shaken. So it's like, geez. Well, well, are you having a seizure, Alex? Are you turning into a rabbit? I'm just enjoying the show. Getting he's really getting here. excited My heart is here. beating fast with all this nuclear, all this bamboo ceiling talk. Go do um, some jumping jacks. You'll feel better. Yeah. You know there's a saying about when you shake your legs, right? That's no. mean that you're losing the money. What? That's my father always tell me that if you shake your leg like crazy, your trees it will be like a tree shaking off the the leaves, so the money goes away. Hey, make sure you shake it my way. I'm gonna <laughs> bolt my leg from this point on. <laughs> can we take down this window so I yeah. can have some of that money? <laughs> but, um, I'm sorry. Back to the yeah, bamboo ceiling. The bamboo ceiling. Yes. So basically, you know, Johnny asked me earlier. He was like, you know, how does that affect you? And and part of me goes, you know. For 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 broadcasters and, and the Asians that are trying to break through and trying to 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 further their career, I mean, you see them. You see, you see, mm-hmm. we just talked about Lena. You know, she's mm-hmm. one of the main anchors here in Cleveland. You know, Stephanie, mm-hmm. Melissa Reed's doing great. I mean, you can't go anywhere without hearing something about her. So, Tony Chung. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so you, and then you look at other people like Betty Wynn. You know, mm-hmm. who's with um, I'm, she's with uh. Is it NBC or CBS now? CBS. Um, so you look at these people, and, and I really believe that, you know, the true way to success is to be able to have fun doing what you're doing. And this is where I go back to, like, you know, life's about having fun, mm-hmm. about being able to touch people and move on. Um, you know, it's terrible with what's going on with Ann Curry and the whole right. Matt Lauer thing. Like, I don't even want to touch that. But you see, you see how they grow in their careers because – they're able to have fun doing it and they've made those right connections and they've been able to to touch people mm-hmm. in, in a way that most people can't. And I think that's one of the ways that you can actually get through the bamboo ceiling. I don't really, you know, it's, you, I think accent has a lot to do with it, but I also think it's something where you can get over that. If, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have, and let's face it, the way technology is nowadays and the way social media is running everything, mm-hmm. the old way of doing things is getting slowly kicked right out the right. door and and people are they've got a voice now and mm-hmm. i think right now with the way things are going that we're going to see the bamboo ceiling here and there we're going to mm-hmm. see that for a lot of other races too right but it's all about how you approach it mm-hmm. and how you're able to move forward and move past it because when somebody's trying to keep you down if you're going to sit there and accept that then Accept it. Yeah, be you're cool not with it. Get the Don't ceiling. complain about <laughs> it. Yeah, compl- you put yourself there. Right. But if you're willing to move forward, move or do whatever it is for you and yourself, because at the end of the day, you came into this world by yourself. You're going to leave the world by yourself. Mm-hmm. So go have fun and do what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of so, how I see getting past that ceiling. So what are you supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Keep on trucking. And and do you feel <laughs> very good answer? <laughs> Um, do you feel that you've trucked beyond that bamboo ceiling? I feel that like I just ignore it personally. Oh, okay. I, I like because I'm I'm more of an optimistic. I you know my high school in high school I got voted most optimistic. Oh I, really? <laughs> I try to I try to hold on to the positives of life. I I try to believe in people. It's like one of those things where like I really do try to believe in people and 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 if you know if i get burned once you know it's okay like now you're on my, you're, you know you're on yeah, the i'm going to watch yeah. you side you know <laughs> if i you get burned twice then i'm not even going to deal with you 
But I do believe in, in you know, people make mistakes mm-hmm. and, and you just got to give them that chance. And I think the more good that you do and the more people that look up, more people look up to you because of it. I mean, I still go back into the old neighborhood and, and people are just like, wow, you made it out, you know, because you don't really hear that, yeah. you know, like people that are from the inner city, they, you, you're there like you're from Cleveland and like what part and you're like oh, I'm from Cleveland yeah you know and it's yeah. hard like you kind of did earlier you're like you're wow that's interesting yeah. you know but it's like you you those people from the neighborhood they're just like wow you're an inspiration to us you know you're something that I want my kids to look up to and that's what's more important mm-hmm. because you're leaving that legacy for somebody to look up to you or not even look up to you but to, to kind of be that role model that most See, people yeah, don't have. You're leaving a legacy of you being a good host. <laughs> I oh there you go. Well, yeah. yes, but who am I leaving the legacy for? For the next host. Uh, for <laughs> anybody listening to us and anybody <laughs> enjoying this show and anybody who get to know you better and they can know that you know this is what Yang Tang had did in the past. <coughs> yeah, but I'm just having fun. Like Jason yeah. said, we're just trucking. You gotta have fun. Yeah. You gotta have fun doing <laughs> yeah, what you're 30 doing. Thirty years from now, yes. when this recording yeah. gets uncovered <laughs> or someone listens to it and they go, They're Asians. I yeah. know. I feel like if I ever run for office, this is going to come back to bite well, me. <laughs> Are you well, going to run for office? No, not right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm too young for that. <laughs> but you know, we need a good leader in a city hall. That's what I keep hearing, Johnny. Hey, I you heard you, were, you might be going for that. No, Go, no. Johnny. Johnny's like, Johnny's like, I'm too, too worn out. Yeah, I, I want to take here. a little break. I'm gonna be your like your dad, going hey. sit out on the porch and relax. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, my dad got out of the city life after 30 years. You know. Wow. But I tell you, it's it's a it's a rough lifestyle too. I mean, I think I have it hard being in the media, but when you look at other people's careers, yeah. It's it's different. It's just, I think everybody's career is hard. No, was was your father your role model? Was that the legacy that you? You know, I I kind of take it both from both my parents. You okay. know, my mom was. I I have to say, my mom was the heart and soul. She was the strength. You know, she mm-hmm. she did more of the caring, and and I think that's probably why I'm more on the. I don't know, the caring side of aspects, the mm-hmm. hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. you know, optimistic type of person. Um, she was able to get me out and, you know, show me that there's a, a different life, you know, like taking me to hockey games, you know, uh, back to when they were the lumberjacks, yeah. you know. I'm sorry, monsters, <laughs> but I was a big fan of Jack Callender. Um, and then you have, you know, the Indians games. I can't tell you, you know, 95 and 97 being around that environment and going down for the playoffs and the World mm-hmm. Series. Like, that is inspirational as you know as a kid that was my, like over 10 years ago. i know it's you know i've been Jeez. gone for a while i was here too but i wasn't going anywhere by yeah. myself so. yeah but i mean those are the when i look back i still call the i get yelled at by the people at progressive saying why do you still call us the jake and it's like yeah. well it's always going to be the jake to me you know just like mm-hmm. the cue is always going to be the gun yeah. like that's how i grew up like that's it's hard i mean and i i can actually i feel like you know your true Clevelanders when yes, they say that. when you know the old yes. names. Yes. yes. Do you have a brother? I have three brothers. Three brothers? Oh. Three older brothers. So um, they're all part of, well, my mom was married prior to my dad getting together and she had so three kids. Do you remember meeting me at OCA function a while, 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 while ago? Probably. When you were four years old and, like, and Johnny remembers. <laughs> no, I think you were 17. 17? Yeah. Probably not. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. you dad introduced me to to one uh, doing the function, and then I say hi. That you dad said that you were into media uh, media. Yeah. So that's about it. 
Yeah, that was probably. <laughs> Don't give me that. Probably look. when I was in college then. Yeah, that was a. Uh, I, I was probably just, more like 19 or 20. Maybe then. 19, 20. Yeah. Johnny just gave me that look because my little brother will be interning with him. And mm. my little brother likes to shoot movies with his friends in his free time. Hey. And, uh, yeah, I, no. I owe him a favor. So. <laughs> Hands on. That's, it's the best way to learn. Yes. And I will say that. So. I don't know. My brother's a little twerp. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably listening. <laughs> well, surprisingly, when he called me yesterday to talk about the internship, he was very professional. That's because I, I yelled at him for calling you while he was having dinner. Well, no, after the dinner. He was also uh, very professional. Oh, yeah. I told him he better be because I will ask you about it. And thank you for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody's getting watched here. I it's know, Big Brother. I know. So, Big sister in my case, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But my dad did a lot, too. Just mm-hmm. get, I don't want to leave him a lot right, alone. Right, you know, he, he did do a lot for me. And, he you know, he was kind of the guy that behind the scenes and like any father is. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the mom that's up front that gets mm-hmm. you, you know, get you to your soccer Doing practice, all that yeah. stuff. But then you have your dad that's, you know, the stern figure that's in the background that you know even though he did a lot with the city did a lot with the city and it's great you know getting to kind of grow up and see how matt zones kind of flourished a little bit and how he's gotten that area to grow um yeah. you know simperman and all those people and being and it's kind of i'm pretty sure it's probably nice for them to see this young little punk tyke the grown <laughs> up and now he's you know on the media and, and mm-hmm. telling people the news so it's uh it's different being back home i will say that do you like it I do. I Better do. than I like, Florida? You know, I miss the sunshine. I, I, mm-hmm. The weather here, I mean, I hated the rain down there. Every You can tell. You know, every day it rains in Florida. It's, does it really? Yes, it does. It does. And I it's muggy. And, you know, you have the winter. That's why they have snowbirds. People go down there in the winter when it doesn't rain. Oh. And uh, during the summer, it gets hot and humid. But the sunshine here in Cleveland, I'm sorry, Clevelanders, but the sun needs to come out here yeah. a little bit more. I think and it does affect yeah. people's moods. I mean, when when you think about last year when St. Patrick's Day came mm-hmm. around, yeah, it was 80 insane. degrees. People were having fun. Oh, my gosh. And this year, it's still kind of cloudy. Yeah. And, yeah. I remember last year, the, there were a few fights, too. Yeah. So <laughs> a little too much fun. So. Hey, you know, they, you can't get away from that stuff yeah. sometimes. So, but, yeah, Cleveland is, it's it's a great city. I mean, I like where it's going. I, mm-hmm. I do see a lot of things going on as soon as they get their sports teams together mm-hmm. it looks like the tribe's doing well yeah. so hopefully they can actually do well after the break i mean yes. i remember growing up it was always they did bad in the first half and then mm-hmm. the second half they just kicked it in the gear and they were in the playoffs so hopefully that uh you know they what they did to the team will do great and then with jimmy haslam being in the browns hopefully you know he can get some star players, and the football team will do well, too. Sorry, I'm, you're kind of losing me. I'm not a huge sports person. Hey, you so. know, <laughs> it works with, you know, we'll talk about the Cavs. Kyrie, yeah. go and play more and stay, you know, so. I'm um, sure somebody out there is like, yeah, it's talk more sports. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, sports? That's no, just Well, it's just one of the, you know, the funny thing is the sports is the anchor point, I believe, for a lot of cities. Because okay. you have to, you know, Cleveland has diehard fans. They just have nothing to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. It's really, really sad. I mean, what LeBron. You know, LeBron going down to Miami and all that stuff. I feel like that kind of hurt Cleveland a lot, yeah. you know. And, and, and I was down there. It was funny. I was like, LeBron was coming to Florida <laughs> and I was leaving Florida. I was like, oh, we'll see you later. <laughs> um, but it, it's like one of those things where, 
you know, you have to have somewhere to go. You have to have that entertainment. And, and the mm-hmm. great thing about Cleveland is, is we've got the restaurants. We've got the, the art scene, the theater. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many art shows I've been to around yeah. here that are just fantastic. Um, we have the food. Like, Little Italy is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out to Coventry if you're an east sider. You've got, you know, Crocker <laughs> Park on the west side. Mm-hmm. You have, like, these little areas in Avon Lake that are fun to go to. Um, and don't forget Asia Town. Yeah, Asia. <laughs> Asia Town, Lakewood, you know, you name it. We've got the places for people to go. And oh, all they I need see. to do is have something, you know, somewhere to go watch a, a, a game or something. Because let's face it, when, when all these big shows come in, these acts and whatnot, we go to them. We right. spend our money. We right. we do what we're supposed to do. But when it comes to our sports teams, I mean, we're, we're going to watch somebody lose. And that's... It's yeah. just it's it's gonna turn around. I think this is the year it's gonna do it. You think so? I really do. You I want to bet so. on it? Not, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you that money that's coming out of Alex's pocket. <laughs> what? <laughs> How much so. money you got in your pocket, Alex? <laughs> One. One hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I think oh, I'm the only person Alex didn't bring food for. Oh really? <laughs> well, he, he... I'm with Jason. This is the year we're gonna do something. Yeah. The Indians are pretty hot. Yeah. Browns I, I, look warm. Yeah, the Browns. I think the Browns are gonna do something. I mean, really? I really do. I I, I like their coaches. So my fifth grade uh, teacher was a huge Browns fan. I know. I knew a lot about Art Modell through uh, her. Good and luck. Her distaste. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, Cleveland is a great city, and don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic city. It's something I love when, you know, people come to the city, you know, especially in the media, like Marcus Walter, mm-hmm. fantastic young man, does the weather on the weekends with us. He was like, I didn't know Cleveland was like this. He's like, you know, I've heard Mistake by the Lake, oh, I heard you that know, too, yeah. like it's just so a horrible place to be. But then now he's out here, he's like, Jason, he was like, you weren't kidding like this. There's so much to do. It's like thriving. Yes, like it's bocce- thriving. Like, don't forget Whiskey Island in the summer where you can go out and play volleyball and hang out. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, like those are the things that like we as young people get to go do and explore and have fun, you know, and Battery Park, you know, where you can play volleyball and have a glass of wine while you're at it. You know, it's exactly it's there's a lot of good things. You just have to be able to get out there and do those things. And then that's another thing that's great about the Asian community is we're actually talking about doing those things mm-hmm. and we're, then we we're do show it. yeah we showcase it and 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 you know to johnny's case he showcases it a lot so um <laughs> johnny's extremely busy <laughs> he, he loves he talk promoting much. the community so um but those are the things that you know that i think you know everybody keeps saying like well there's a big asian influence in this area mm-hmm. and that's they're seeing it because we're starting to promote ourselves more. I mean, we're like we're like Hodges Restaurant, you know, right. how the, he promotes his restaurant. He went from a, a food truck to a great restaurant. Like, yeah. that's what we're doing. And, and, and a lot of it's largely largely due to social media. Mm-hmm. And I agree, absolutely. And, um, you, you know, with all these younger Asian kids growing up in this area, do you think that has a lot to do with it? Like, their interaction through the social media? I think I think the younger kids are just now learning something else. You know, like for, what I mean, mean, well, you know, growing up and, and seeing my cousins come over from Vietnam and stuff like that, they 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 were used to the old way, mm-hmm. you know, how like parents 
you, you know, the Asian parents are very different. They're, yeah. they, they, they're very stern. They hold you to the old country. <laughs> and I, I'm sure it's the same for the Italians and the Irish and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. they, they, they hold true to it. And, and they do have that iron fist on the family, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think with the younger generation being able to see these things and being able to get involved, it's changing the parents' mindsets a little bit. And it's making the whole community a little bit better it's letting it's letting the adults invest in their children the way that they've never invested before Mm -hmm. and it's keeping everybody out of trouble Hmm. that's one way to look at it anyway there's optimistic jason again yes yes well um we're nearing the end of our hour um it's been quick yeah it has been incredibly quick this time and uh, before I explain again which radio station that you're on, you know, it's like, what is Asia Town Voice? Is there anything that you'd like to add, Alex? Any questions? Um, I'm well, good. You're good? Yeah. Any any more comments? Uh, Alex is an avid Facebooker. Any more news comments on Jason's Wall or whatnot? Yeah, I, I actually do read, like, WKYC uh, and your posts a lot because, it really, Facebook is, unfortunately, the only thing I have to keep me up to date. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do follow Jason's uh, posts. And, yeah, follow uh, I try me. to reply to it and try <laughs> to ignite those um, yes. people Ed who me. reply. Add me on Facebook. My name's Jason Wynn. That's M-G-U-Y-E-N-W-K-Y-C. <laughs> that's Y's in yellow. And I'm on Twitter at follow Wynn. It's follow and then it's W-I-N for people that don't know how to spell my last name. Hmm. Yeah, that was one of those things I learned in Florida. People couldn't spell my last name. <laughs> really? So I just made it easy for people and put W-I-N. And it was funny because I worked for Wink. It was W-I-N-K. So I had put on my camera, W-I-N. They're always like, you forgot the K. Like, <laughs> no, that's so you can say my name <laughs> so but it's it was just me making it easier for people so well um, uh, thank you so much for coming in to asia town voice thank you for having me no problem asia town voice it is our hour-long nonprofit program on wjcu's 88.7 fm radio we're on every sunday at seven and this hour-long program provides an inside look at the asian americans community culture education and events in northeast ohio We are volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to play one more longer aria song before, and then we can close it up. A longer song? Okay, sounds good. And then we can have our own conversation. So do we get to say goodbye again? Yes, Yes. we get to say goodbye. No, no, you can say goodbye now. That's fine. Aww. That's my last opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, goodbye, Cleveland, and thank you for having me. Goodbye. Thanks for coming.